Advancements in technology, shifting markets, and the gig economy are changing the nature of work. With this in mind, Harvard Business School Executive Education is launching a new program on managing the future of work. Based on the latest research into the forces reshaping workforce demographics, this program is designed to help employers remain competitive by thinking strategically about today's evolving business landscape. Learn more by clicking the banner or visiting hbs.me future. That's hbs.me future. You're now experiencing the AJ Nashville podcast. Real people, real problems, real success stories. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Monday's podcast, episode 32. I can't believe I've made 32 of these podcasts so far. It's kind of a mind-blowing thing when I stop and think about the amount of effort that goes into it, but the amount of reward that comes out of it. Anyways, I've got my longtime friend, also loan officer assistant, Mr. Jeff Perry here. I won't say, say hi, Jeff, because every time I do, he says, hi, Jeff. So Hi, everybody. There you go. Oh, my God. He can talk like a So, 32, human. Alex. So, that's... You remember back in the day, we used to have an ice cream place called 31 Flavors. What was that? Baskin-Robbins? I think we still do have a, a place like that there, Jeffrey. So, you've exceeded their flavors in podcasts. Wow. By one. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the dumbest shit I ever heard you say, but the analogy that was connected to that was... Eh. The listeners are probably thinking about ice cream now. Right, so in other words, 31 flavors or Basket Robin should give you some money for that, right? Hey, why not? Yeah, why not? I. But you said the old place, so does that mean that the place is out of business now? No, they're just, they're seasoned, I should say. They've been around for a minute or two. You're seasoned. So anyways, um, Jeff, you've kind of had some run-ins and some issues here lately, and obviously as your friend, I've done what I can to help you out. Um, now, when I say issues, most of the people know that I myself try not to stress the small stuff. Um, I try to live a fairly stress-free life in, in to some degree. I mean, I do have a lot of stress. I run a business. I have to deal with you and children and all the other good stuff but when it comes to stress jeff yours is out of this world most of the time yeah it's i would say a little bit i guess i'm wound tight yeah uh i would say wound tight is probably putting it relatively lightly not super super lightly but i mean you've had a lot of situations where things kind of haven't went your way as well so and i think that's you know, that's everybody when, you know, when things aren't going their way, they, they take things a little differently. And I seem to take them a little bit harder than most people do when things don't go my way, which is something I need to work on. Right. I, I think, and from what I see, you take it more personal as opposed to, hey, this is just an issue. Fuck it. Let's go with it. You, I, I think, and those of you that are listening, this isn't about beating up Jeff. What we're doing is Jeff and I have this conversation quite a bit and it's, how to make things a little bit easier. Because I honestly feel like Jeff is going to wind up killing himself one day because he stresses things so much. Jeff, Yeah, literally say, not like killing myself, but maybe a heart attack or something is what right, he's referring yeah. to. Yeah, I wasn't talking about Aaron Hernandez or anything, you know. 
But wrapping up the old sheet and jumping off from the, the, I'm not talking about anything like that. What I'm talking about is the things that we find that bother us and that we allow ourselves to pay too much attention to. You know, you have people that, um, in some cases, people care about what people think about them, you know, and so they stress themselves. Prime example, when I was looking for the suit for the uh, event down in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with what people thought about me. It had to do with my comfort in that suit. And I stressed it and I realized that it wasn't the best usage of my time. And so what did I do? I said, fuck it. I'm just doing something else, right? Right. You moved on from it. Move on and, and go forward and call it a day. You know, and, and that's what I think a lot of people can use some improvement on. You're your prime example. Absolutely. You know, now, I'm not saying that some of the things that have happened to you aren't bad or Legitimate. wouldn't be frustrating, but it's the amount of time and the amount of energy that people spend yeah. on those sort of things, you know. The fact of the matter is if you don't spend a ton of time wasting the energy on an issue that you have, like you're looking at your phone every six seconds. Those of you that don't know, Jeff is waiting for um, his hot tub guy to give him a call because they have to come and replace, what is it, a valve or a pump or something? A junction, Short version. A, a junction where the, the pumps push the water through so yeah. there's a leak there. So, and he's, I, I literally have sat here and watched him glance at his phone 15 times in the past four minutes and it's because he's afraid that the phone's going to ring and he's not going to hear it. So when the phone does ring, Jeff's going to have to step out and I will be executing the rest of this podcast by myself. But anyways, <laughs> so Jeff, you tend to think of the absolute worst case scenario when it comes to things. And I think that's where you run into a lot of the issues is most people will see on the surface, let's say an oil leak, for example, which you've, you've recently discovered an oil leak on your truck. Mm-hmm. Most people take and be like, ah, I'm leaking a little bit of oil. It's not enough to leave a spot on the ground. It's not enough to where I'm seeing a drip or anything like that. But there's oil seeping from somewhere. And I think we can all agree that we don't want oil seepage. You don't want that problem. So what most people do is call the mechanic, have them look at it, get it fixed, right? Right. <clears throat> Jeff, on the other hand, he's very thorough. And if anybody ever buys something from Jeff, I can assure you it's going to be the best purchase you ever make because this guy is as anal is a gay porn star. Um, <laughs> no offense to my gay buddies out there, but, you know, um, the fact of the matter is Jeff has researched this thing all weekend, and uh, I think it may have just caused some undue stress because you were kind of stressed about it this morning, whereas somebody like myself would just say, i got to get it fixed. I'll call somebody, they'll look at it, we'll see about getting it fixed. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing I think that Alex is trying to... to is talking about on this podcast is the fact that some people think about things to where they plague them and they cause physical uh, anguish in a way, Um, you know, and and ways to alleviate that because the amount of time and energy that I put into stressing over things could have been put somewhere else more productive, I would assume. Well, not only that, it's not just that it could have been put somewhere more productive, but the amount of energy wasted in looking into something like that, you could have solved the problem, found a remedy to it, made the phone call, moved on about your day. Um, and that's what a lot of us do is, is we let problems sit there and they, they rest on our head you know, for hours and hours. And it affects our production. It affects the way we go about things. It affects our attitude. It does all those negative things to us. 
And then once everything's said and done, the outcome still remains the same. The only thing we've done differently is created harm to ourselves and our relationships around us. Because let's face it, let's say you do have an oil leak. And let's say it's something crazy major like you thought it was, okay? Whether it is or it isn't, are you going to give back the time that you wasted thinking about it? No, absolutely not. And what if it turns out to be something minor? And it's a, oh, I tighten up two bolts, everything's good now, it's no longer seeping out of the valve cover, you're fixed, and then you never have an issue again. What about all the time you spent worrying that it was something major? Now you've calculated thousands of dollars worth of repairs in your head and it just took the turn of a couple of bolts to make your problem go away. You know, and that's with any issue in life. There's no issue that's too big or too small to handle. Um, to kind of steer clear of any religious type talk, you know, when it comes to issues, we personally measure issues on the impact they have on our lives. We don't think about the impact that it could have or the impact that other people have uh, in their lives. And that falls back into the perspective that I'm talking about. An issue of having a nice truck like Jeff does that could potentially have a small oil leak that can be fixed relatively easily is a very minor issue in comparison to the person that's fighting cancer or a person that doesn't have a vehicle and just lost you know, their job and they have no way to get from point A to point B. Everything's relative based on what we surround ourselves with and, and the way we consider those things, you know. Your issue, I can assure you, of the oil leak is monumental in your head, right? Oh, yeah. But for a person that's just lost their job, is an oil leak monumental in theirs? No, right? not at all. So we have to, I believe, the, the, the key to finding peace and success in something like this is saying, you know what, it's an issue, it'll get dealt with, and we'll move on. Like we talked to Brett today. Brett said, hey, I'm, I'm a certified BMW mechanic, but when my wife had an Acura, I said, hey, take it someone else. Have somebody else fix it. Why? Because it doesn't make him money. It's a problem. It has to be resolved. He could fix it, but why not pay somebody else to take care of the, the issue that you have? Or if it's not an issue that you can necessarily quote-unquote pay for, seek out the advice. And if you seek out the, seek out the advice of somebody else, utilize that. Well, and, and those of you that don't know Alex, like I know Alex, and have seen him go through certain things, I actually question him and ask him, how do you deal with things and how do you get through certain situations in life and still come out okay versus drowning in the bottle, doing drugs, get, you know, or going down whatever road it might be that it takes you, right. um, and being able to get back up and not only be successful again, but a hundred times more successful than you were before something had happened to you. I mean, there's been numerous times that you and I have, you know, you've called me up and say, hey, I got this problem or this is going on or whatever the case is. And it's a, a real legitimate issue. It's not, right. hey, I got a scratch on my truck or whatever the case is. <laughs> I wish I had a scratch on my truck and that was my, <laughs> hey, I got a scratch on my truck. What can I do? Paint it. <laughs> and, you know, and these are things that I ask Alex all the time. I say, hey, you know, how do I get through this or how do I get through that? Because I get to see firsthand how somebody with a different mindset gets through life as to where my mindset I struggle um, you know with with peace like he's saying how do you get peace how do you, you know yes it can come from higher up um, and it should come from higher up but at the same point in time you have to be able to deal with the the uh, the gray matter between your ears right and if you can't do that 
you you get pressed down and you you wallow in your problems. Well, and I think for the most part, and I don't know why I talk so much louder than you do. This microphone's sitting here like spazzing out every time I talk. Um, maybe you just need to put your lips closer to the mic. It's okay. <laughs> just touch it. Um, you know, you, you gotta you gotta look at things, and and like you said, everything that's happened in my life has prepared me for other things. You know, the major incidents have prepared me for the minor ones, and the minor incidents built up to prepare me for the major ones. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, everything's a choice. We choose how to respond to things, and that's all internal. That's an inside job. You know, if you come in and you walk in the front door and you say, "You're a fucking asshole, Alex. I hate you." It's a choice on how I allow that to affect me. I can get pissed off and get wound up and uh, lash out, or I can say whatever and just move on about my day. I mean, that's not saying I've never been in a situation where maybe um, I've read an email or something like that where I've wanted to respond back negatively. I mean, I just had one today. Seriously, you're looking at me laughing because you know how true this is. Because you've seen I, me go I, back I, and I know forth, how, back yeah, and forth, back I know and forth. How it's, hey, Jeff, call this. <laughs> right. And I'll have you call somebody because I know internally how I feel about it because I get wound up when people, you know, when you try to give people good advice and they don't take it, that pisses, that pisses me off, you know. That's like going to a counselor and saying, hey, I want, I want you to teach me how to be better. And then the counselor sits there for an hour and tells you everything you need to hear. And then you walk out and you don't apply a single thing. Not one thing. Right. So an example of that was today. You know, I got an email, and it was a response back from from somebody, and I seriously got pissed off at the response because the response uh, wasn't appropriate, and it wasn't appropriate in the setting that they replied to it in. Um, and I started an email several times and deleted an email several times, and finally I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to let it waste any more of my time. I'm not going to let it waste my day. Um, obviously there's something wrong with this other person and that response from their email is an, in, an indicator of that. Now, I don't know what's going on in that other person's life. You know, the other person could be having the worst day in the world. And so by me going back and forth with them, not only, only am I wasting my time and energy, I'm feeding in and, and encouraging negativity in their life. So it's just easier to say whatever and move on, you know, and that's the biggest thing. I think maturity has changed that business maturity, maturity as not only a human being, but in the professional world, because if you would have caught me two days ago, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have caught me last week, I'd have fucked you up. No, but seriously, if you would have caught me five years ago, it, there would have been zero thought of, Hey, I need to take a minute, take a breath, read this email and then respond or not respond. It would have been, Hey, fuck you do this, do that. Um, and then the response would have been something that would have caused me to be in hot water. You know, um, anytime you're dealing with a situation like that, it's easier to take a breath, analyze the situation, look at it and ask yourself, is it worth dealing with? Is it worth the energy? Is it worth the stress? Is it worth my happiness? You know, Jeff, I've told you this before when it comes to your vehicles. If you have a vehicle that causes you more stress than pleasure, then you have a problem. You've got to get rid of one or the other. Hopefully you don't get rid of the pleasure points in your life, but the stress points. You know, if you've got a car that's breaking down left or right and it's causing you a lot of stress, which Jeff doesn't have this issue, but if that's the case, get rid of the vehicle. Find yourself something else. And if you can't afford something else, then find a way to afford it or find something that you find pleasure in. You know, I saw this this meme the other day. Jeff, do you know what a meme is? No. 
I'm not that high tech, right? <laughs> 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 it's not even high tech. Cavemen have memes. <laughs> Anyways, I saw this meme the other day, and there was a guy. Um, it, it was a comic, little comic box thing. There was a guy standing at the bus stop, and there was a guy that was was uh, riding a bicycle. And the guy that was standing at the bus stop said, I wish I had a bike. And then you saw the bicycle next to the car, and the guy that was on the bicycle looked at the car and said, I wish I had a car. And then from a distance, you see a person in a wheelchair looking down at the person that's standing at the bus stop, and the person in the wheelchair says, that person can go anywhere. I wish I could go anywhere. And what message does that deliver to you when you hear something like that or envision something like that in your head? Stop and actually think of this. Think about the person that is on the bike that wishes he or she could have a car. And then you have the person that is at the bus stop that's able to take public transportation but wishes they were in somebody else's shoes that they had the bike. But then you have the person that's in the wheelchair that can't necessarily get to all the places that the person that can walk or the person on the bike or the person that is in the car can. And think of the perspective of that. Think of the difference in mentalities. What one takes for granted that the others that are looking upon him don't necessarily have that they wish they could do. You know, Jeff, in your situation, I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of people out there that wish they could have the problem with as nice as a truck as you have on a daily basis. You know, I know for a fact, speaking of my earlier self, when I was broke and had nothing that for me to have a vehicle like yours that doesn't really have an issue, but it does have a small issue would have been a blessing in my mind at that time. Um, You know, with those things come other things. Having a hot tub. How many people out there wish they could have a hot tub? Not necessarily, hey, I wish I had a hot tub so I could be really cool and invite all kinds of people over and we could sit in my hot tub and drink beer and smoke cigarettes and do this. But somebody that maybe has a physical condition. Well, like me, what did I buy it for? I don't do that. I, I sit in it because of the stress. Probably because of the stress that I put on myself. Sorry. No, I mean, you're right. But I'm talking about the people that have severe severe medical problems. Right, severe medical problems that wish they could afford a used hot tub tub that worked a quarter of the performance that you had. Well, yeah, I'll give you an example. My mom, when she got diagnosed, she's been passed away for a few years now. Now, when she was suffering of cancer and after her double mastectomy and the lymphedema and all the things that went on with her... She, the only thing that helped her was a hot tub right? Uh, to get in one. Now, to afford one, though, it, it, she couldn't. She wasn't making money. I mean, she, you know, we had friends and family that chipped in to actually get her one. Um, and it wasn't a nice one like the one I have. It was just a basic, you know, the cheapest hot tub you could get, probably eight $900, something like that. And... That poor thing would sit in that every single night. So, yeah, I can imagine there's people, you know, I've got such a nice setup and a nice hot tub, but it, with a couple little issues here and there, and I make it like it's... it's Life-changing. It's life-changing. It's, right. it's I'm having a major issue, and it's it's really not when you look at what my mom even went through. It's, it's perspective, and that's the thing. What's a big issue to you is a very small issue to others. And it doesn't have to do with how many zeros are in your bank account or the people around you or your job 
or your boyfriend or girlfriend. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the mental state that you're currently in. The perspective, the way you perceive things, the way that you choose to move forward with things has everything to do with that. You know, you allow things to bother you that are trivial. And I'm not saying you, Jeff, I'm saying all of us as human beings, what is a big deal to me may not be a big deal to Jeff. Jeff, you've seen me get wound up tighter than a damn hornet's ass when people cut me off in traffic or something. It's something that's trivial, but little. You know, you know, and the trivial little things are typically spurred by something that's going on in your An head, other issue. than yeah, other right. than that just little situation. Because there's been days that something like that happens and you laugh it off. Right. Um, then there's days where something really minor can set you off like a firework, and that's because there's other things going Fireworks. on in your head. <laughs> no, you don't need those. I got some in my closet. No, you don't. Need I those. do, and they're 100 percent legal. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you're absolutely right. And a lot of times, like like you said, those are deep-seated things that maybe I had a bad morning. And somebody cuts me off, and that, that cut me off combined with a bad morning makes it a fucking fury situation. And that's how some people make mistakes. That's how you can end up in an altercation that you shouldn't have ended up in. Judgment gets skewed Clouded. Yeah. Very much so. And so you deal and sort with those issues one at a time. Now, I am not at... By any means, I am not a expert at this. I just have had life experience where I've been through stuff like this. And so me speaking to you guys that are listening today, I'm not saying, hey, I'm better than you. I know how to fix this. Do the same. What I am saying is, as a whole, we can stop and look at what's around us and, and ask ourselves, is this that big of a deal? Is my life going to change permanently if this particular thing continues to happen or doesn't happen you know jeff if your hot tub doesn't get fixed today is it going to damage your life no are you going to go home and still get in the hot tub anyways let it run and do all that good stuff probably okay now the people that are listening that's all we're talking about we just want to make sure that when it comes to perspective and the way that we look at things we're not letting small things that are trivial affect our daily lives you know, as you grow older and more mature, you start seeing that, hey, you know what? The guy that cut me off, maybe he's having a shitty day. Maybe he cut me off because he was in a hurry to get to a job interview for a place that he's been interviewing for for the past six months. And it's the only way that he can get something to provide for his family. Or maybe the person that cut me off was the person that was on their way to work and it was their last warning and they really needed to keep that job. Or maybe that person that cut me off is a fucktard, and they're <laughs> and karma's gonna come back and take care of them. Depends on what kind of bumper stickers they have on the back. Oh my god, <laughs> we do not talk about politics. No bumper <laughs> stickers could be anything. Right, right. I know what you're leading to. This is why you don't host this show, Jeff. <laughs> so, anyways, like I said, you know, it's all about perspective. Um, Monday's always a great day to talk about things like that because we have the whole week in front of us. The other thing I want to touch on when we get into thoughts and perspective, uh, my daughter got a shirt for Easter. And mind you, you know, kids get things um, and nobody actually looks into the deep-rooted things. We look into the surface and, oh, this is a cute shirt. Now, the shirt that she got, as soon as I saw it, I said, this is how we predispose people to negative outlook on things. Now on this shirt, it has little emojis. On Monday, it has a crying face. Tuesday, it's got a frustrated face. Wednesday, it's got a 
kind of a, what would you consider that, like frown. Uh, Thursday, it's a little, little more smiley. Friday, there's hearts in the eyes. Saturday, there's a tongue sticking out. And Sunday, there's little X's. I don't know. I guess that's an exhausted look. And the thing I look at when I see this, and this is a perception. I seen this shirt and I thought to myself, we're predisposing the thought of Monday being a horrible day to the people around us. Because the Monday emoji is a crying emoji. But yet, Monday is just another day, just like the rest of them. You got up, you got out of bed, you're alive, you're breathing well, and you have your health and your family and, and the people you care about. Monday's no different than Sunday. Friday, you see the smile, the, the big smile and the little hearts in the eyes, the love emoji. But yet, Friday is the day people celebrate for things that they truly, in some cases, have not accomplished Monday through Thursday. So what are we celebrating for? Why are we so happy that Friday is here? Now, this is me being analytical, digging deeper into this shirt. Most people would look at it and say, oh, it's just a kid's shirt. It's just got emojis on it. But there's a, in my opinion, a subconscious message that's being sent with this, and that's Monday's just a shitty day. And I think as a whole, most of us believe exactly that, and that's Monday is the worst day in the world. I hate Mondays. I wish there was two Sundays or we got off on Thursdays and can't wait for the four-day weekend. But the fact of the matter is any of your successful, self-employed, business people, your, uh, your, your big names, you know, your Microsoft guys, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and people like that, they don't view Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays as the same. They view them as a new day for new opportunity. And when I look at Monday, I look at Monday as one of my busiest days, and I'm always excited that Monday is here because Monday means that every contract that came in Sunday is sitting on my desk. Friday means everything that went on through the week, all the pre-qualified people are now going out looking at their dream home. I don't go out and celebrate. I don't go out and get wasted. You know, I don't bar hop. I don't do any of that. I look forward to the weekend coming. This way I can look forward to people getting into their dream home. This way I can walk back in on Monday, which should have an emoji that had big love hearts in their eyes, and walk in Monday and realize that people have started the process of accomplishing their dream. Because now, not only do I have contracts on my desk, but that means I'm in business for at least another month. The thing is, in the mortgage industry, is you, you literally go by cycles. What could be a fruitful month for the month of April could have been a horrible month had I not put in the work in March or February. Every month resets itself. And so we have to take a moment and when we're having those bad days, address them, move on, move forward and continue to do what we can to be successful, to have those good days. So hopefully this message has found everybody well. I hope all of you have had an excellent Easter Hope you got to spend some time with your loved ones. For those of you that had to work, I know it's got to suck, but you always have those extra days to spend with your family as well. Be thankful for that. Be thankful for what you have. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll talk to you again on Friday. Thank you for tuning in to the AJ Nashville Podcast. Episodes air Mondays at 6 and Fridays at 5. Thank you for your ongoing support. Please subscribe. Today's sales leaders face a difficult task, selling the right products at the right time through the right channels. 
a new three-day program from Harvard Business School Executive Education, addresses this problem directly. Join us on the Boston campus in August for Managing Sales Teams and Distribution Channels, where you will discover strategies that can lead to the best sales performance. Learn more by clicking the banner or visiting hbs.me sales. That's hbs.me sales.